Hi, this is Dr. Steven with OutClick Magazine. Today, we're super excited to bring saxophonist Dave Cause to today's program. Dave, welcome to the program. It's very nice to see you, Dr. Steven. Thank you very much for having me on. This is, is this in lieu of my physical this year? Like I can just talk with you and I don't have to go see my doctor? That's right. That's right. Oh. I, that, that's, that, that's what we'll do. I'll fill out the form for you, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you and I were chatting before. Um, I play uh, the pipe organ for churches and I've played handbells. Um, I played saxophone in high school and I will summarize my uh, saxophone talents in one word. Terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I put it in the case afterwards and uh, never played. I was really terrible. So I'm uh, always jealous when I hear you play the saxophone. So tell us about your music, Dave. Well, first of all, I want to say, uh, Doc, that the I sounded terrible when I first started the saxophone. That's actually the thing that people need to remember is that if you pick, take a musical instrument, if you sit down at the piano, see, it's one thing because the piano is the piano or the guitar, but the saxophone, you have to really put at least like one year of solid work into before you even could even, that anybody's possibly going to listen to you. And I remember when I was growing up, my mom forced me to, uh, she did it kindly, but she said, you might want to put a, like stuff a couple of pairs of socks in the bell of your horn. Um, and then my parents actually turned our garage into a soundproof room so they didn't have to listen to me practice. So you're not alone, okay? I'm just trying to tell you, you're not alone. Uh, the saxophone is a very difficult instrument to get uh, halfway decent on, and I'm still learning. I've been playing the instrument for about 45 years now, uh, believe it or not, I'm still learning and still uh, understanding the relationship with the instrument. But I, I picked it up when I was 13 years old, and uh, uh, pretty much as a means to get into my older brother's band that was doing weddings and bar mitzvahs and fraternity parties and stuff like that. And I never in a million years would I have thought that uh, that simple decision when I was going into the seventh grade would amount to my whole, pretty much my whole professional life playing the instrument and traveling around the world and making records and, and doing shows and uh, getting a chance to meet all kinds of different people. So it's been a really amazing blessing. And uh, we just celebrated uh, the 30th anniversary of my first record coming out uh, with the release of my latest record, uh, which came out in October of last year, 2020. And that was 30 years. And one day after my first album came out in October of 1990. So it's, uh, I have to pinch myself once in a while, you know, just re remember how, how uh, lucky and fortunate I, I am in such a fickle business as music to be able to be around for a long time. So I'm, I'm extremely grateful. Mm. Uh, now, pop quiz, do you play soprano, alto, tenor, very sax? What are the words? It's been a while. <laughs> That's it. That's basically the saxophone family. Okay. Soprano, uh, alto, tenor, and baritone. I play them all. Um, okay. I started on alto, though, so I would say that uh, probably if, if you were to ask me which instrument, if I had to pick one, uh, is the one that I closest uh, identify with, it would be the alto saxophone. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I do love playing them all, and each one of the, the, uh, of the saxophones allows me, when I'm playing it, to show a different side of my personality on them. It's, it's an interesting thing. Some songs are written on soprano, and when I play them on soprano, it works. If I play them on alto, it, it just doesn't work. So the songwriting usually dictates which instrument to play. Hmm. Hmm. I think alto was the only one I, I ever played. I played bassoon for one semester, and I was even worse at the bassoon. I didn't have the air for it. And I always joked I tried to play the piano in marching band, and it was just too heavy to play around in the marching band. 
Um, well, listen, the, you got the pipe organ down, right? I've got the pipe organ, but luckily the bellows are uh, supported by some electronics, so I don't have yeah. to do that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Arthur's going to pull up your website. We're going to show uh, your website for people and what uh, about your some of your music uh, and some of your CDs. You were down here at the Brower Center for a Christmas show uh, a couple of years ago. Um, so Arthur's helping me in the background. We're going to pull that up. Uh, you had, uh, this was really funny. Driving with Dave was a fun show you had with B.B. Uh, Winans. Uh, this was a lot of fun. I've followed his music uh, for a while. Tell us a little, just a, just a, maybe 30 seconds about that episode. Go to watch, Arthur. Well, driving uh, driving with Dave was a little fun thing that we we did. I, I have a, a, a Tesla, which I love. We outfitted it with some uh, GoPro cameras. Um, this was during the rehearsals that we had for one of our cruises. Um, every year, well, up until the pandemic, that is, I've hosted an annual uh, cruise that brings people, uh, lovers of jazz music and amazing artists all together for, for these weeks of, uh, of cruises all over the world. That's our tagline is seeing the world together through music. Mm -hmm. So B.B. Winans was our gospel star on one of our cruises and B.B.'s a great friend of mine. Uh, so after they would come to rehearsal to rehearse their show for the cruise, I'd say, come on, let's go for a drive. And we would take these various artists in the car and uh, go around the block and, and film a little uh, interview and just have a little fun. BB was, of course, because he's like my brother from another mother, he was he was particularly harsh on me. <laughs> I loved it. And I was harsh right back. He, he and I were way, way back. We were both signed to Capitol Records in the very beginning mm -hmm. of our careers. And um, he's be become a, a great friend uh, for many, many years now. That, that whole family, actually, they're a wonderful family. Yeah, this was a fun episode. I've followed, listened to his music for probably 30 years. You've got coming up, uh, let me get this date right, Saturday, February 13th, 2021, at 8 p.m. Standard Time, um, a romantic night in. Uh, tell us about that. You've obviously been affected by COVID, like um, all of the artists that we've talked to. So, Dave, tell us about what you've got coming up and planned for Valentine's Day weekend. Well, it doesn't matter the genre. Uh, Dr. Steven, everybody's been sidelined because mm -hmm. of the pandemic. And, you know, it really cuts to the heart of who we are as human beings, musicians, like that's what we do. It's our service is going <clears throat> and playing concerts. You mentioned the Broward, Broward Center and we were there for our Christmas show. To not do a Christmas tour this year was, mm -hmm. it, it hurt my heart because if there was ever a year that we needed the, the healing vibes of Christmas music and holiday music, it, it would have been um, in 2020. So we decided to do a, a live stream virtual concert instead. And that was on December 12th. And that was really successful. Uh, we had tons of people from all over the world. And so we decided, okay, well maybe this is a, a thing that we can do now in the pandemic. Instead of people coming to see a show at a venue, we can bring the, the show to you on your couch. So this is what we are calling a romantic night in. It is Valentine's weekend. Uh, Brian McKnight, the amazing crooner, R&B singer, and romantic balladeer, who's a good friend of mine. He's going to be joining us, as well as a singer, a phenomenal female singer named Shalea. So both Shalea and Brian McKnight will be joining me with a really amazing band. Uh, we're going to be doing it at the studio down here in uh, Southern California, and it will be beamed one night only. It, you can only watch it this one night. It's Saturday, February 13th, so we from uh, this Saturday, and it's uh, 5 p.m. on the Pacific Coast and 8 p.m. on the East Coast. And basically, 
you know, we just want to invite people to nuzzle up, even if you're alone. You know, this Valentine's brings up a lot of uh, interesting feelings for a lot of people. If you're single or if you're divorced or if you're dating or, you know, this is a concert that's meant for everybody. It's not just for the people that are married or that are involved in relationships. This is a romantic and beautiful music night celebrating the fact that we're all still in this together and we're doing okay. And so, you know, pour a couple of glasses of wine and uh, dip some uh, strawberries and chocolate and leave the music to us. We're ready to do it for you. Very good. So it's 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Uh, again, Saturday, February 13th, 2021. In case somebody listens to this two years later, I didn't make that mistake once on listening to a broadcast. Uh, they can go to Dave Cause, D A V E K O Z dot com. Uh, to get tickets as well. Now, Dave, tell us a little bit about where some of the proceeds are going. I'm going to have Arthur uh, pull up the uh, site so they can see the tickets, Dave. It's not just a concert. It also has some altruistic motives behind it. Well, uh, the venues that uh, across the United States, all different kinds of venues, whether they be clubs or uh, performing arts centers like uh, Broward Center, uh, arenas, I mean, you name it, every venue has been so hard hit by the pandemic. So this is an opportunity for us that we've uh, partnered with the venues that normally would have us come and play every year, whether it's a Christmas show or a summer show. We partnered with the venues all across the country uh, to help us sell tickets to their, to their people, to their uh, uh, subscribers. And every ticket sold through one of the uh, subscribing venues, uh, $5 from every ticket goes back to the venue uh, or whether they're, they're a philanthropic arm or their foundation, whatever it is to help them keep their doors open. That's what we really, really want to do. So if, uh, if people are in Florida, they can go to the, to our website and find out which uh, venues in Florida are doing this and buy your ticket through that venue and $5 of the $35 ticket price, uh, goes to that venue. Okay. Uh, scroll down. Uh, I think on under buy your ticket. Or there's uh, there 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 there's where they go. So there's the different venues that you can purchase the tickets through. We've talked to so many of our partners here. We know the stages have taken a, a huge hit this year and are working so hard to stay open. So this is a this will be a really uh, fun venue, a uh, fun a fun night. Dave, thank you for putting it on and doing it. We look we look forward to it. Um, well, us too, and and happy Valentine's Day to you and to. Uh, to all of your listeners and fans of this show. And, and if you're looking for something fun to do, again, you don't have to leave your couch. Mm -hmm. Pajamas are optional. Uh, we won't be spying on you. <laughs> so uh, whatever you'd like to do, um, we're, we're going to just provide some really beautiful, love-filled music for, for the weekend. Very good. Saturday, February 13th. Uh, the last link we're going to share is if they want to uh, check out your music, uh, they can check that out on your website. Arthur, if you can go up and click on uh, that I'll ask you the same question. Everybody asks, what's one of your favorite songs to play? Uh, um, I probably, you've probably been asked that a million times, but I'll ask it anyway. I think it's, it, it changes. I wish I could tell you this is the absolute song that I love to play every time, but it really changes. I'm most looking forward to on this, uh, show, uh, to playing some of the ballad stuff because we're we're playing a little bit more ballads, which I love to play. But oftentimes in a live concert, you want to focus on that high energy to keep the energy going. But for for Valentine's, it's it's really about romance. It's really about setting a mood. And the saxophone, if you don't mind me saying, in the right person's hands, can be very very um, 
inspirational uh, in that department of really setting the tone for romance. The saxophone is such a romantic instrument. Um, and so I'm really looking forward to playing songs like uh, As Time Goes By from my movies album, uh, some classics, but also some of my songs that have been well known over the years, like Faces of the Heart, which was the theme song to the uh, soap opera General Hospital for many, many years. And that's a very romantic and beautiful love filled song. So. I'm excited about the ballads because that's really where you can really feel the essence of the saxophone and all the personality that comes from. And I'm not just saying that it's just for me. I'm saying that saxophone in general mm -hmm. uh, can be such a persuasive instrument, if you will. Do you get nervous when you play? Because I do get nervous. Do you get nervous? Or Of course, of course I get nervous. I mean, I, I think nerves are a good thing because they... Mm -hmm. They really telegraph that you're 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 alive and you're mm -hmm. feeling the situation, whatever it is, in real time. It's very much in the now, and so if a little bit of nerves come up, you kind of, for at least in, in the way that I do look at it, it's just use it, use it all. If use the nerves come up, use <laughs> use that to inform what you're going to do. Sure. Well, Dave, it's been a real honor talking to you, and we're excited about the show. And um, my last question always is: Is there anything you wanted to cover that I didn't ask? Uh, I don't think so. I think we, we got it all. And, and I just want to say thank you to you and your team uh, for giving us the platform to, to let everybody know about our Valentine's show. And um, I can tell you that whenever we do get back to touring, uh, whether it's this year or at the very latest, God willing, next year in 2022, that it is going to be a celebration of epic proportions on for every format, every genre. Artists, I mean, I talk to a lot of artists um, and we're there's such a pent up uh, need on our part to to uh, emote, to share the music that's inside of us uh, in that live situation. And as good as a live stream is, it's, it's never going to replace what it feels like to be in a venue. So mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to that reunion where we get a chance to be with our fans in a venue celebrating live music and hopefully soon. Mm -hmm. uh, I've said the same thing. We have um, the silver lining has been uh, getting to see people and talk to people in their homes. And we've seen Jane Lynch's living room and Sean Hayes's foyer wow. through, you know, some of these things on the TV shows that we wouldn't normally have gotten to see. But there is nothing like the live performance of the saxophonist and the symphony and the opera that we have missed so dearly this year. And I get a little emotional, but it will come back. And like you said, when it does, uh, we will hopefully have a newfound appreciation for the artists, the music, the venues, and all of the people that put on these shows and how much hard work it is. You know, so. it, it's really true. And and the thing that's interesting that I've, I've thought about too a lot this year, this last year, was that people didn't go to concerts, didn't see live music. It kind of, it's, it's an important uh, thing that a lot of us do to help us kind of feel like human beings. The arts make us feel more human. Mm -hmm. And when we can go and celebrate and commune with our, our brothers and sisters and we look around and you see people that probably have different attitudes and different ideas about politics or society, whatever it is that, you know, that, that everybody has their own opinion. And yet when you're at a concert, you could have mm -hmm. two people that are so diametrically opposed in every aspect, but there's one song that's played that both people like, and that's a bridge mm -hmm. for those two people to communicate and find common ground. And I think that we haven't had the, the ability to have those moments with people that, that we disagree with um, to sort of have empathy towards them and find those bridges. And so hopefully 
And that's why we're seeing a lot of conflict and a lot of misunderstanding in our in our society these days. So hopefully with the advent of, of arts coming back so people can go and chill out <laughs> mm-hmm. and, uh, and hopefully find some of those bridges again. Mm-hmm. What I've called the therapy of music, um, whether it's jazz or classical or whatever style that you like, the therapy of, of music and what that brings and that connection you know, that, that you feel with the performer and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it is therapy and church and everything else in between. <laughs> yes, yes, and the churches and everything. I've been, you know, so involved with that. So well, um, thank, you. thank you so much for having me on your show, Dr. Stephen. Thank you so much for joining us. Arthur, if you'll pull up the website again, I will put it up. It's Dave Cause, which is easy enough, domain.com. Uh, we also have, uh, there is the uh, Romantic Night Inn again. Uh, again, February 13th, 2021, five, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and then uh, we've got your social media. Uh, we'll get Arthur to pull that up. Dave Cause, your Facebook. And as I say, uh, two uh, tin cans on a string or carrier pigeon or however it is to get in touch with people these days. Uh, and your Instagram, Twitter, of course, and YouTube. I got a lot of fun videos on YouTube. We were watching those as well. Of course, oh, all, musici- all musicians have great videos on YouTube. Embarrassing, for sure. At least, <laughs> at least for me, embarrassing. But, you know, it's and it's up there forever so go it's, it. it's up there forever very good um and if you'd like to check us out we're outclick.com or you can text here we go occ to two two eight two eight to stay updated on us dave thanks so much reach out anytime and we look forward to the upcoming show and when there's a sense of normalcy to see you on stage again thanks I so much forward. everyone thank you so much thank you have a good one <laughs>